Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How many muscular men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Clemson. The answer to that question is Clemson plays Alabama for the national championship. Again, in case you were wondering. Uh, I think... Well, I mean, it, they had played. I'm, I'm pretty sure 99% of the people who are listening to this will not have listened to it in the first 12 or 15 hours of it being published. So, therefore, it makes more sense to say uh, also it was that Clemson. Is, that is the answer to why God needs a starship. <laughs> Clemson. Right. Davo, Davo Sweeney is the answer to what does God need with a starship? That's, you know, that's still one of my absolute favorite moments. In all of Star Trek. I mean, I don't want to derail us right off the top, but that is one of my uh, favorite uh, things. This uh, is uh, uh, this this lovely podcast that you're listening to is I'm Right, and he's Rob. And uh, my name is Monty Ike, and let me introduce real quick uh, the uh, the Cesar Romero to my Jack Nicholson, the Jared Leto <laughs> to my Mark Hamill, the Joaquin Phoenix... To my Heath Ledger, my very best friend, Rob Bloom. Uh, Rob, how are you doing? You doing all right? I'm very good, and uh, I'm even better because we've already started off the bat, and I've been right for once. So. Yeah, <laughs> you you have been you have been right for once. Are you referring to the fact that we did uh, an opening two seconds ago that I screwed up? Is that what you're talking about? I am. Oh. <laughs> I said. And and the wind is blowing my door open. Uh, I said the wrong, I, I said the wrong podcast. Um, because <laughs> I'm an, an idiot. It's been a while. We took we took yeah we have been on hiatus. Right. We we took Christmas off. There was a conversation that we had on whether or not we should do a Christmas episode or something like that. And plus I was like, a lot where came up. The holidays are busy. The holidays are busy. Yeah. I I was gone from my home for ten days. With my wife and kids, uh, first to my my uh, my wife's uh, uh, ancestral uh, burial ground, uh, and then to my own ancestral burial ground. So um, it was a long trip to be with kids. Well, and also we were face to face, and um, I was busy ruining your you were dreams of having a you were jinxing championship. you were jinxing my chance to watch my team play for the national championship literally a mile and a half away from where i work so thank you rob for doing that and that's why clemson clemson <laughs> will be playing alabama for the national championship uh, but that's fine. Do we have any omissions from any of the ones that have? Do we have any corrections? Have we been corrected? Have we been? Talk, has has any? Anyone... Uh, just that that audio quality could be better, but you yeah. know, other than that, we're yeah. working on. Well, yeah, yeah. Let me. 
let me get right on that is uh is what we're gonna do you know not everybody you know not everybody has a home uh studio set up like i do um beautiful and uh state-of-the-art and uh not everybody's in love with their voice like i am so i mean listen to it it's, it's beautiful rob uh what are we talking about today i forgot tonight to, today we are discussing uh the who we did who we figure we are discussing who is the best batman okay who is the best batman are there ground rules to this i i assume you I, don't just mean who is the best batman uh between jean paul valley uh dick grayson uh bruce wayne occasionally kal-el uh, in the Silver Age, you're not talking about Thomas, fictionally Thomas Wayne, Thomas Wayne, in, right in in Flashpoint. Um, uh, well, or Damian things. Wayne in some uh, some some Correct. future Correct. Uh, some future shots. We're, you're not talking about who is the best Batman uh, in universe in the cowl. You're talking about who is the best actor to have portrayed Batman. I would say yes. Okay. And if you want to put any stipulation on that, because I know a lot of times, many people, the the fancy thing to say is the actor who was the voice of Batman for, well, and is still currently the voice of Batman for the last 30 years. Kevin um, Conroy. That, that Kevin Conroy is a fancy choice. I, uh, while I think he is one of the greatest, I, I am not going to go that route. See, uh, I will tell you this. If I had to choose absolutely positively uh, Kevin Conroy's... Here's why Kevin Conroy to me... And let's just take a minute to talk about how cool Kevin Conroy is. Here's why I... I agree. Here's why Kevin Conroy is a fancy choice and a good choice. To me, it boils down to this. Kevin Conroy has a badass voice. That's his natural speaking voice. And that's what he uses for Batman. And when he affects a voice... It's for Bruce Wayne. And that, I believe, is absolutely positively the most true thing ever. Batman would affect a voice for Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne does not an effect a voice for Batman. That's why Christian Bale voice is always so laughable to me. Christian Bale should have just done Batman in his own badass voice, taken a page out of Kevin Conroy, and just lightened up his regular voice for, for Bruce Wayne. That's all he does. He makes just Bruce by, Wayne sound more sing-songing and ridiculous. Just by airtime alone, Kevin Conroy has been the longest Batman. And I think we both agree that his his vocal range has been perfect for Batman. And it's absolutely. But I, I I think what I what I am trying to convey with this debate is who is Batman in every spectrum, not just voice. Uh, what does he look like? How does he portray Bruce as well as all the other things that we will discuss as we get into this? But just like I would say, Mark Hamill is the best Joker, but. Okay. Okay. Um, and we're not going to touch Diedrich Bader at all from Batman uh, he, Brave and the Bold. <laughs> I love Dietrich Bader, but fucking name, man. He is a, he's, a, he's a unique Batman, but he's not my favorite. But, all right, all right. but he is definitely a unique. Okay. So, could, so we're not talking just voice of Batman. We actually have to be an actor who played Batman. 
Uh, I would say a a visual medium. Yes. Yes. Live action. Batman is, is at least what I had intended for this debate. Okay. So Will Arnett is also out because that would be, uh, that would be, uh, um, a lot of fanboys would fight me on that one, but I actually think while he is one of my favorite characters, I do not think he portrays Batman very well, but I love the character. Don't get me wrong. I right. love the character, but that's not really what I portray it. Yeah. What I see being portrayed as Batman. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So okay. that okay. narrows okay. it down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That narrows it down too, and I'm probably leaving out one or two when you talk about the black and white fifties. Oh, the, yeah, the 40s, 30s serials. Yeah. But starting with Bert or Adam West. Sorry, Adam, I almost said yeah, that. Adam West. Adam West. Uh, uh, Why can't it? Michael Keaton. Oh, you're doing great. Uh huh. Um, Val Kilmer, Clooney, um, American Psycho, Christian Bale, uh, Ben Affleck, and uh, I feel like I'm forgetting someone. No, I I think you got it. Uh, Adam West, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, uh, George Clooney, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, right? I think those are yeah uh, the on screen. Yeah, those are the on screen. We don't. We we're not going to count. But let's be honest. Uh, we have not watched the Batman serials from the forties and fifties, uh, the black and white ones. So we can't even begin to speak. Batman to Batman was barely established at that point anyway. Right. So I don't. It was a guy in a bat suit driving a a black know, a car with a bat head on. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. So okay. So those. those I would are the like to open rules. the. I would like to open the debate to you first. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Let let you go first. Yeah, you go first. I go first. So oh, I said oh. you go first. Oh, oh, you want me to go first? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, fine, yeah. fine. Then I shall. My number one Batman is Adam West. And I will tell you why it's Adam West very succinctly. One, he's my first Batman. Two, Batman wouldn't be a cultural phenomenon as much as he would be without Adam West. Because that wasn't very popular until Adam West's television show came on. Batman 66, uh, the the movie, uh, Batman the movie from 1966 was also uh, amazing and awesome. And I will also tell you why. Because Adam West's portrayal of that Batman, the Batman of that universe, is phenomenal. It's perfect. It's beautiful. One, here's a guy who uh, looks like a human being. He's not wearing uh, body armor or anything like that. He's literally just wearing a bat suit. He plays, he plays Bruce Wayne perfectly, pitch perfect. And he plays the Batman of his universe just awesomely. The Batman of his universe is uh, is, a, is a total square. He is a square in an increasingly groovy universe filled with crazy, groovy uh, uh, um, villains doing groovy crimes that are all sort of fun and games. Nobody dies. It's amazing that Batman even exists because that means somebody had to kill his parents. And uh, it didn't seem like killing was uh, something that anyone really did back then. 
But I love <laughs> I love it. And I know, I know everyone's like, the fuck, Monty. I thought you were a Batman fan. I am a Batman fan. And yeah, sure. I love detective. Uh, you know, I love the detective. I love uh, the pathos and everything like that. But as increasingly as I get over older, I see too much focus on Batman, the uh, psychic grim and gritty. Uh, yeah, the the grim and gritty, the the psychologically damaged Batman who just punches people until he gets uh, his way. I Adam West's Batman, although a lot of times he just used a bat computer to solve his crimes, did actually do some sort of. Uh, detective work, which, as you know, is a thing that I like. That's a big thing. I like Batman as a detective. Um, and, uh, you know, I just I, I just think that uh, it was just so much more fun back then. Uh, it, it, the Batman there has got the gadgets. He's got all the fun stuff. And, and, and again, the Batman of that time was goofy. He was a square. He was sort of a... A 50s holdout or a 50s sensibility in an increasingly crazy, uh, turbulent time filled with, you know, um, the sexual revolution and civil rights and all this stuff going around. And and, and Batman's this sort of like old guard of truth and justice. And he's not he's not necessarily a, a. a uh, a symbol of oppression or anything like that. That's not what he is. He's not a symbol of the patriarchy, but he is sort of a symbol of of that American dream having to adapt. And and I like Batman sixty six as I'll call him, uh, Adam West, uh, because he's uh, he he just jives in with that, and he's funny. It's a funny show. I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. I love how funny that show is. It's just got some really great gags in it. The bomb scene from Batman the movie, the 19... And I'm saying oh, yeah. 66, maybe it's 67, I think, actually. But Some days you just can't, can't find get rid a of, place to get rid of a bomb. The Oh, my God. To me, that is one of the greatest cinematic uh, sight gag physical comedy things ever. Just Adam West running with that giant prop bomb. And like, oh, I can't do it here. There's otters. Oh, I can't do it here. There's nuns. Oh, I can't do it here. There's a marching band for some reason on this. <laughs> it's just, I think that's just so funny. So yeah, Adam West for me is you my know, number one. Um, after that, I might go Michael Keaton. Well, um, I so don't hold like- your, Hold your backups. Yeah, hold okay. your backups. Hold your backups. Right. Okay. Because um, uh, first, mm-hmm. well, I, I, I want to comment on your on your number one because I think your number one's brilliant. I, I really have a hard time arguing it because like you said he was many people's first including my own i i think that he is a cultural icon he's met he's probably one of the biggest reasons batman survived the big red scare that Mm -hmm. destroyed many comics and kept even though he's cheesy and campy he's probably the reason why comics survived a big reason why comics survived during that era um and Probably made little boys that were, I say little boys, I'm sure little girls were involved as well. No, they didn't exist back then. (laughs) That fell in love with the whole idea of a caped crusader wearing bright colors and fighting crime. And made them interested in go to to read comics. So I think it is, while I don't agree it's my number one, I I definitely think it's a brilliant choice. And I have a hard time arguing why you 
you wouldn't find him as your number one. You give so, me 20 more minutes and I will make it your number one. <laughs> no, no, I, I, and I, I have a good argument why he is not. Okay, all right. But well, let's hear your. Do you want me to go with my number one? Yeah, let's or? let's go with your dumbass well, number one now. Okay. Well, you and I had been friends for about five years before, and maybe that's an exaggeration. About about three years before you guys drug me to the comic store. Robbie, and you and Tim. Robbie, yeah. Uh, you and I were barely friends. Now we hung out with a guy. We were not friends those first couple of years. Stop revising history. We were enemies. Where, we were frenemies at you, best. Before you guys drugged me to the comic store, because Judy's book. Nook. You guys took Judy's book nook. Um, you guys took me there, and I got into comics. And your number one character at that time was Batman. True. With a close, close second by Captain America. Truth. Okay. So you were probably the hardest, at, you know, at the time, the, the hardest Batman fan that I had, you know, and Batman 89 had come out at the time. Yeah. 89, 88. I'm, it, was, it was 89. Michael, yeah. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, yeah. Um, uh, and that would be who we would probably hold as our spectrum of growing up who we would consider but again he's still not my number one what okay we came into comics probably around the same time yeah and you started to scratch the surface on what batman was just in, in this where batman is like five things he's the world's greatest detective which i think you might call number one yeah he he is the ultimate noir character he is the one of the first superheroes to be a superhero and yet not super. He is an everyman that you or I could, yeah, unlikely, but potentially be. We could be Batman. Just, <laughs> God, you're bringing in bat dance. So, technically, these are, these are things that... So, so, hold on. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> so who who fits these qualifications in what we have seen on the screen or television or whatever? Who fits all these where they're the detective, uh-huh. but they're also the everyman, uh-huh. the oh, superhero. But I'm really, I'm really I, I'm frightened to, by what you're about to say. I am going to argue that I think Ben Affleck's Batman. What? Has, all of these. God, I'm so glad. For a minute there, I thought you were going to say George Clooney. <laughs> I really was like, oh, shit. It's going to be George I, Clooney. I can never I can never be George Clooney. Now, I could be Ben Affleck, but I could not be George Clooney. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, now, here's why. Now, I think he portrays the best Bruce Wayne on screen. I think by far he is the best Bruce Wayne on screen. Okay. As as in what you would because I I really feel like my Batman is the comic book Batman. Uh I came into Batman around the time that Norm Brayfogle and, and Dennis Denny O'Neill's run was there. Oh god, such um, a good run. You introduced me. Mm-hmm. You introduced me to that. Um right as Tim Drake was about to jump into the spotlight and become Robin. Uh Bruce was a depressed but still pinnacle part of those books. 
But like you said, being a detective was very important to Batman. I, I want Batman to be the world's greatest detective, as you've pointed out to me many times. Yeah, you should. And be. I think the way that it's kind of a tie from the detective position that I think uh, um, Christian Keaton. Bale's character. No, oh. Christian's, Christian Bale's character does do with the bullet analysis. Yeah. In, Dark Knight, that's scratching the surface. Uh, the relationship with Alfred is of big importance. And I think uh, Ben Affleck's relationship with Alfred in just the three movies that he has been on screen. Uh, I'm including Suicide Squad, even though he's he's basically just Jesus a punching bag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was Batman in those. So oh, Jesus Christ. We have Batman. Uh, we have Batman v Superman. We have Justice League, and we have Suicide Squad. So he's been in three movies as Batman. I, I find, I find his portrayal. I, I don't want a Batman that kills, and yeah. that Batman is pretty bloodthirsty, at least well, not intentionally. But it's. I don't even. I don't even know if that's, that's Ben Affleck's that, fault. I think that's. I and think I that's Snyder's fault for just making everything so goddamn violent in Batman versus Superman. You'd agree with that. That's just reckless destruction on that part. Um, but you could also argue that Michael Keaton's character kind of does that, not to the degree that... He uses guns, there but he is, shoots a wall. <laughs> he shoots a wall with machine guns. There are there are a few scenes in Batman 89 where so you can't tell me somebody didn't die there. They don't show it, but right, you can't yeah, tell me yeah, somebody didn't yeah. die there. So, so here's, here's, here's where I'm going to, uh, I, 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 no, 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 no. I'm going to agree with you a little bit. There's a scene in Dawn of Justice, uh, or Justice League. I don't know. Yeah, no, it was Justice League where, yeah, yeah, okay, Justice where he, where he talks about why they need to bring Superman back. And he says, something to the effect of he's more human than I am. And I thought that that was a that, brilliant little nod. That's a little good touch yeah. there. That's a good one right there. I'll, I'll admit, I, I like that. His relationship with Diana in the BVS, that's Bruce Wayne. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I, I loved that. Um, I just feel like there are things that they get right. There's a lot they get wrong. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot they get wrong. But he is by far my favorite I, Batman. I I don't like his. He might be my least favorite costume. Oh yeah, yeah. Because well, they have to make him more armored and stuff. Because he's playing the older Batman. Yeah, I think they're doing I, too many. I don't nods like the short to... ears. I've always to the Dark Knight. Oh, yeah, you like the long ears, which I'll I'll admit. I like. Um, I sometimes I I like long ears to a point. But sometimes I'm like, that's ridiculous. That looks like an aerial. I mean, I mean, then I also think, what would that look like in real life? And I'm like, it would be dumb. He would like those would just be like stuffed animal ears on top of his head, like he's a furry at some point. And they, you know, like he would enter into a door, and his little ears would bend back and then go, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know about that. I I don't know. Um. All right, all right. So uh, one, I think. We both know, and I'm going to use for the most part because I don't remember every single episode of uh, the Batman TV show. So I'm going to use the Batman movie as a lot of my. And remember, in that one, that's that one. Uh, the uh, the combined syndicate of crime, the the Rogues Gallery of Batman's villains, have dehydrated 
the world <laughs> yes, leaders, they have. right? Yeah. And uh, Batman uses also also in that um, the penguin disguises disguises himself as a Commodore in that one. And Batman has to use detective skills, including fingerprinting and all this other stuff. To you determine, are right. You're right. To determine whether or not that's the penguin or that's the Commodore. The Commodore fools you, him with fake uh, finger. Here's but. here's why I dispute not necessarily <laughs> upping mine, but downing yours. You are a comic fan first. Right. And maybe it's because of Batman 66, but do you when you hold up a comic book, do you want that comic book to look like Batman 66? <laughs> I don't know. You've read Batman 66 the comic book and it's pretty fucking dope, right? It is pretty it's cool. It's pretty fucking dope. That's, no, no, that's you're right. That's not the you're comic right. I want to read as It the is most not part. it is not the comic I want. You hit the nail on the head when you said the Bray Fogle Denny O'Neill comic books from when I was 12 or when I was 13 or, or those are the books that just really shaped my fandom and what I am constantly looking for that, that, that sort of Gothic noir. You're absolutely right. And because of that, Michael Keaton may move a little bit into that, that realm a little bit. Right. But my thing is this, the comic books that I want to read, I have never, ever had uh, a, uh, a, a perfect rendition on the film of those Brayfogle Denny O'Neill comics. I've never had it. And I don't think I ever will. I'm never no. going to have a perfect. Is rendition. there an actor that uh, not acting, not the acting part, right? But the visual just the, is there an actor that you go, that looks like Bruce Wayne. And like I want to see a bat. Uh, well, you know, I, I, in that case, you got to think that uh, Christian Bale did a fairly good job. Right of looking he looked, like Bruce yeah, Wayne. Yeah, he looked. He definitely looked. Ben Affleck certainly does a good job of looking like Bruce Wayne. Um, I think that the biggest thing for me is um, uh, Batman should be tone dark. I mean, actually, when you think about it, uh, the guy who played uh, why is his name escaping me? He played Bane. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy could probably play a really good fucking Bruce Wayne. He could play you a really good Batman. So? Tom Hardy can get he Tom Hardy can get that build I don't, right. Like he, he he can get really big, but if you look at Tom Hardy when he's not trying to look bulky, I, he looks I pretty don't, he looks I don't decent. agree with okay. that. No, right. uh, not, uh, no no it's I'm not putting it down. I just like I just there's something about him. I I don't know if I don't find him a good actor or not because I'm not really him in any well you gotta re- you gotta watch the pinky binders and stuff like that and you're gonna like him a lot more um I, I really i do think that christian bale or yeah christian bale probably had the visual look like if i wanted it he's, he's got the dark hair the square jaw built but not overbuilt which is a big thing i don't like it when they try to make batman look like he's a professional bodybuilder he shouldn't look like Dwayne the no. johnson agreed agreed he he should look physically fit, but like like Bruce Lee, like a man who's who's toned because he's made Olympic. his body yeah his body into a weapon. First and foremost, his body is a weapon, not trying to bulk up, not trying to be extra strong. Blah blah blah. That's not what it is. He's about speed and strength and speed. So he should look like a martial artist. Um, uh, first and foremost. Um. My second is is actually uh, is is Michael Keaton only because I thought Michael Keaton got some of the acting right. 
Like he played tortured, but not I, overly tortured. Like he was still a normal human being, and he was able to like the whole oh, and get uh, Knox a grant. That whole like he was still able to be funny or be real, but, but yet also be really kind driven. Of, yeah, yeah, uh, and also dismissive on day to day shit. Yes. And, yeah, because Batman should be like, I don't care about this shit. I'm still thinking about this. In the back of my mind, I'm still putting together this chemical formula and trying to figure out how this is happening. Which, that's the other thing. Uh, in Batman 89, uh, he, he he solves the Joker's chemical formula problem. He, he unlocks the whole, he's putting it in your... He's putting it in all of our products, but it's not just one product. You have to combine products, and that's who dies. Which is fantastic. What is really funny to me about that is that solution is brilliant. However, Jack Nicholson doesn't play the Joker in a way that you ever think that he's that brilliant. You know what I mean? Like, You know, I, I really feel like the, the Batman 89 has stood the test of time, to be completely honest. Yeah. That Michael Keaton was the perfect puzzle piece to Jack Nicholson. Like they really are good right. together. Yeah. Like no matter if you like if you like the movie or not, they were really a, a nice puzzle piece for each other, and that movie holds up. And while it's campy by today's standards, it was dark by by Adam West standards. Yeah. It it really again it kind of reinvented the comic book genre movie at the time. It and was, I, I really feel it stands up. It's it's stylized in its noir, um, maybe a little too much. Like you know what I mean? Well, it, it's, it's a it's little Tim Burton. It's Tim Burton, and he puts it was his third or fourth movie. So yeah, yeah. See, my my thing about like like the Jack Nicholson portrayal too is you get a Joker that's not. So at the time, everyone was like, "Holy shit!" You get Jack Nicholson, Academy Award winner Jack Nicholson to play the Joker. And everyone was like, this is amazing. And I still think it holds up. What he plays in in his Joker is a evil person who is losing touch. Like, that is actually, the you're watching the journey of the Joker losing his mind. The best, the, the, the part where you really begin to see him go crazy is when he talks to the corpse of the guy he just shocked to death. Like the rational side of his body comes up with this idea of I'm going to be like this clown and everything's a joke. Right. But it really starts to unravel his mind. And I really liked that part of it. The idea of the Joker being somebody who's smart um, and, and, and deadly. Uh, uh, but, you know, I'm also a big fan of the killing joke, which you want the Joker also to be a normal person who just had a bad day. That's a, and sympathetic. A yeah. Yeah. You always kind of want. Well, you want that whole anyone could be the Joker kind of an idea. Like that's one of the themes that that Batman comics have been trying for years, which is anyone could be this bad if they had something just like enough. anyone could be bad. Right. But really, that's not true. You have to be a billionaire in order to be Batman, right? And the Joker does some... And you have to be a little psychotic to... Right. And the, and the Joker, I think you have to be a little bit smart to do some of the things that, that he does. Joker. We, we just were talking all over A lot smart. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, man. Um, can I... Can I th- the, the actor who I think would be... Just visually, because I was trying, been frantically trying to think, I couldn't think of his name. Justin Thoreau. Visually, just visually. 
Who's he from? What's he from? Um, the only thing I can remember him in was he coached on his lapel in Last Jedi that has no speaking parts or any. Oh, anything. You were I think I think he'd be a brilliant Bruce Wayne. I don't know about it. Yeah, you can't see the picture, but Justin Thoreau, look it up later. Uh, you you broke Justin up when you were Thoreau. yeah you broke up when you were telling telling me who what he was in. He was in uh, Last Jedi. He was the the code breaker with the lapel, the 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 flower on his lapel that Maz was recommending. Okay. And he's damn good with a gun. And he's um, damn good. With I think visually he. I think visually he looks like what I would want Bruce Wayne to look like. I don't know about his acting chops. I have no clue. This is not based on that. But okay, go. On. You you were talking about oh Batman uh, eighty. Actually, you know, I would say he's my number two as well. Uh, Michael Keaton. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, now that you bring it up, uh, I know another person who would make a great uh, Bruce Wayne visually. Uh, Jim Caviezel. Anyone who plays Superman can also play Batman, is what I'm saying. Because <laughs> visually, they're the same look. Superman? Uh, who is it that plays Superman right now? What's his name? Am I saying... Uh, I'm saying... I said the Jim guy who Caviezel Jesus. was Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I know uh, I said the wrong... I can't remember his yeah, name now. Uh, God, because you threw that name in. Uh, God, why did you do that? I don't know. Well, I don't care. <laughs> that's, that's, if you're going to go by that argument, that's why uh, Ben Affleck makes the great greatest Batman because he also played Superman. He played the actor who played Superman. Yes. Well. Uh, Dean Cain, everybody. I think Dean Cain would make a great Batman. Um, uh, you'll think Henry of... Cavill. Hang- Henry yeah, Cavill. Right. In my- oh, is it Cavill? I thought it was Cavill. Cavell. I've heard, I've heard it both ways. Henry Cavill. It's uh, Godot. Cavill. Uh, it's Godot. It's Gal Godot would make the best Batman. Um, okay. So we agree on our second. Uh, who's the worst? Clooney. Okay, Clooney's the worst. You know, actually, I I can't stand Val Kilmer, but I don't blame either Kilmer or Clooney. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't blame them because of the script they were working with. I, I, I think the best script is probably Christian Bale's script. The, the three that he... Oh, I think only the second is the really good one. So oh, I, I really I, dislike the third Christian Bale. I think uh, I think the third one is just the more I think about it. It doesn't more, feel like a Batman movie at all. Well, the more I think about it, the more I just think it's fucking garbage. I just well, honestly don't like it at all. I, I like what they were trying to build and establish, but that's not Catwoman. That's not Gotham. Yeah, that's not. It's definitely not Bane. Yeah, it's not what Bruce Wayne would do. Now, Bruce Wayne would never retire. No. Yeah, that's no, so. I, I agree. I liked Anne Hathaway though. I I th- I don't I, like, I, I don't mind Anne Hathaway at all, but I just don't think so much of that is just like what terrible. Catwoman. I would yeah. love to see her more as what Michelle Pfeiffer kind of did. You know, maybe a blend of something a little more Michelle Pfeiffery. Yeah. Um, yeah, Val Kilmer, see, here's the reason why I say Clooney is worse than Val Kilmer, and it's because 
Val Kilmer was still trying, and I can tell that George Clooney stopped giving a shit day two of that shoot. And he knew oh, it was sure. going to be fucking terrible. And I, I mean, he talks about it openly, how he knew it was going to be terrible. He just stopped caring. He just stopped trying, and so that makes him worse than Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer is at least still trying to make a movie that people might want to see. Like he, or at least he's trying was, his best. Uh, and it's that it movie was, was all a Jim um, Carrey, <sighs> Jim Carrey show because that was Jim Carrey at his, at his prime. He had just gotten off of In Living Color. He had uh, Ace Ventura. He had a couple yeah. of hits. Under he his was already film. the twenty million dollar man. He was the first actor I, I, to make twenty million dollars yes. on a film. So he was already a twenty Facts. million dollar a film That's right. person. So yeah, that became more of about Jim Carrey, and also the G- Jim Carrey making the Riddler more like the Joker than the Joker was, which was crazy. Um, I think that's yeah, that movie is just Good sort points. of, and then and then you and then you have Al Gore's uh, former roommate, uh, just like I'm Two Faced. Ah, shit. You know, he just is like <laughs> I don't yeah, know what to that do. That was this probably the thing. worst Two Face. I would have really liked to have seen a Billy D. Williams Two Face, but I would have loved it. Yeah. Uh, we kind of got it in uh, Batman Le- and Lego Batman, but... right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Kind of, kind of. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think we agree. Those two are the uh, the bottom of the barrel, um, and and I think a lot of people put Christian Bale's performance up as the top. Neither one of it, so he's the third worst in our list, right? Or third best, depending on the direction you go. But. Yeah, but he is middling. Well, I think we were yeah, all I, very excited about Batman Begins, and then when Dark Knight came out, we were all like, wow, what a fucking incredible movie. And Dark Knight is an incredible movie. We were all excited about it, and we put Christian Bale up on this goddamn pedestal of things, and Christian Bale is an amazing actor. Look, he played Batman and Dick Cheney. That's kind of amazing. <laughs> So we know he can do some crazy shit as an actor. Oh, from the Machina yes. to American Psycho to Dick Cheney. Ameri- the guy has range. We know Empire that. Empire of the Sun. He's incredible. He played a boy the, in that. The guy um, The guy is, I am, I'm assuming, pretty method. Oh, he's But maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's no Daniel Day-Lewis. He doesn't walk around pretending he is Abraham Lincoln for three months. But... He's pretty method. Uh, I'm that surprised he didn't. Might be what have killed our Heath Ledger. So no, no prescription drugs contributed. Killed... <laughs> prescription drugs killed Keith Le- Heath Ledger. I, I I like how everyone makes out Heath Ledger to be. I don't know such an incredible I'm method not... actor that he went insane. No, he didn't go insane. He just was an actor using drugs improperly, and he died because of it. That, my friend, is the only thing that happened. He was already working on the. Parnassus or whatever it is, the Imaginorium of Mr. Parnassus, you know what I mean? He had already moved on to a different role, so I don't think it's that. Everyone talks about that notebook and stuff like that, and I'm always like, well, yeah, that's cool and shit, but I don't think it led to his death. Um, Besides Mark Hamill, I I love Heath Ledger as my Joker, though. His portrayal... With the make the pencil disappear. Oh yeah, that's that, so that's, cool. And that's it's Joker dangerous. Yeah, it's so fucking. What that's what he, you got to have Joker be dangerous. Like really, like if you're around, scary, 
funny, and terrifying. Okay, you remember how in Silence of the Lambs no one would fucking trust Hannibal Lecter with anything? That sh- that yeah. should be how when 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 Joker's in the room, you should immediately have that same sense of someone needs to be watching this motherfucker at, at any all at any time. all times because he can do he's just that fucking crazy. He will fucking eat your face off, and uh, and that's honestly what it's got to be. Uh, yeah, no, I I think uh, and Caesar. I I, it's, I mentioned Cesar Romero. I I think Cesar Romero is hilarious as the Joker, mostly just because of the four pounds of pancake makeup to hide a mustache that you refused to fucking shave. <laughs> that he refused to shave. <laughs> well, and and like I said, I still <laughs> think that. Well, and he he kind of set the standard of what the Joker would be because we had never seen him maybe in cartoon form before that. Uh, I, I think cartoons were mostly in the 70s, so yeah, I don't think I think he's your first it, off the comic book page, and the you know, at that point in time, the Joker wasn't set, right? He the, was pretty. He had already died whatever. once and been brought back, and he wasn't necessarily. I don't think the Joker at that time in Batman comics was exactly the arch nemesis, the foil. That that doesn't happen. I don't actually, you know, honestly, I don't think the Joker becomes the the antithesis of Batman until he kills Jason Todd. Honestly, I think I think the Joker is a great foil up until then. I don't think he has a special place until he kills a Robin, and then it suddenly becomes he's trying the to absolute think, at positivity. least to my historic knowledge. Yeah, I'm trying to think of at least to my historic knowledge if there was something. I don't know which came first, if him shooting Barbara. Or was it the death? Jason of... Jason Todd was first. Barbara came out. Okay, but those two things were back to back. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. It was like boom, boom, and forever cementing him as just whoa. Um, plus, the Dark Knight Returns made him to be pretty creepy as well. Super reformed. Creepy. Yeah, but creepy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that came out before both of those. Dark Knight Returns? No, I think Killing Joke came up before, but I don't know. I want to. Well, maybe not. It, it doesn't matter. They're all within. They're all within years of each other. Those three yeah. items. So, it, it it it's a moot point that. I'm sure somebody who knows more than we do will fucking tell us. Uh, sending in. If Tracy ever lists, she'll yeah. clearly rob you at this, 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 and this wrong. Then. We'll have to. We'll actually have to have her on this podcast at some point just to tell us all the things that we've made a mistake on. Um, all right, I'm so, right, and that's Tracy, and she's really right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, so my number one, Adam West, your number one, Ben Affleck. Uh, our number two is Michael Keaton, the both of us. Yeah, and then I would probably say Adam West for three, uh-huh. followed by Christian Bale. Val Kilmer, then. Yeah, I, oh man, I don't know how to put... Ben Affleck in this list. I don't like those movies so much, Rob. I, I don't think, blame. I, I think don't... I think Ben Affleck does a good job in there, and I definitely don't think Ben Affleck deserves to be shit on uh, single-handedly. I just despise those. I oh god. I think I gotta put Christian Bale at my number three and Ben Affleck at my number four. But oh, I don't know. Now you're making me think I'm wrong. 
I don't know. Hmm. I I tell you what, I'm going to let you convince me that Ben Affleck is better than Christian Bale. So I will put Ben Affleck as my number three and put Christian Bale as my number four. Okay. And the rest of them, I think we're aligned Val Kilmer five and George Clooney six. (sighs) But I just, yeah, I, I don't like those movies so much. I don't ever see. I, I understand. And I, 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 I would I like know to see their worth. I, I I would like to see Ben Affleck as the Batman in a good movie, <laughs> and then I could say, okay, yeah, that he I really hope up. that he does come back, and I hope that he doesn't direct it. I don't think he is. I think it's Matt Reeves. Is that mm-hmm. who? But you and know it's still caught up in a bunch of red he, tape, and I don't thing. know if we'll ever see it. I loved the town, and I loved Argo. I love Ben Affleck directed movies. I think he's a good director. Uh, and I'll be honest different. with you, this is uh, different. the accountant. The accountant was a great film. He's also a good actor in that and does action really well in that. So I know Ben Affleck can do all these different parts. I know what you're saying. You're like, oh, this is different, and I get that it's different. But I'm just saying, from my perspective, uh, Ben Affleck doesn't direct badly. Would, no, would you want to self-direct in a in a Batman role? Probably not. But I'm just saying, Ben Affleck's a good director. I'm going to give him that. And and here here really is the core of why I like Ben Affleck. I while I completely agree, there are huge problems. I don't hate BBS the way most people do. I actually find some merit in it. But I understand where they they come from. I like Batman and Superman's inner action when they are talking and that it's I think that is the Batman that communicates the Justice League that I want and his communication with Diana in Justice League and then towards the end when they're I just it's like okay you guys are so close you're so close to getting this right give me one more movie give me one more movie where somebody who has a good vision and isn't another Snyder lens flare and slow motion kick cam you know give give me somebody that has a beginning middle and end ready to go in their story and isn't going to i i know there were circumstances that kind of changed (laughs) you you don't think that they went in there with the beginning middle and end god i hope they came in there with a beginning middle and end well well he got kicked off the move not kicked off the movie some very unfortunate circumstances came up and he had to drop out but I think even if he had finished the movie I'm not one of those that thinks that the Snyder Cut would have been better I don't I don't think the Snyder Cut would have been any better than what we saw maybe a little less confusing but I don't think it would have been better I don't think it would have been better no but I would like somebody with a new vision like what they did with Wonder Woman like what they did with Aquaman where it was like look this isn't the rainy day, dreary Batman that we've This is a slightly, this is a slightly more positive sounding, yet still grim and gritty, but in a universe where there is a super. Go in that direction using the same actors, and I would love to see a Batman movie. I want to see him take on Deathstroke. I think that Deathstroke would be an incredible movie. Who plays Deathstroke? Would it be Ryan Reynolds or Josh Brolin? They've already. They've already he, did you see the stinger at the end of Justice League? 
Um, no, I don't remember. I don't remember um, at all. The uh, I can't think of the actor's name. Joe Mantinelli, married to oh 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 Magdalena, the D and D guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. He plays. He, a, oh, he would make a good one. Yeah, he'd be good. They had his hair dyed white. He, he's on the boat. He's talking to Luther, and Luther's like, "We're going to make a league of our own," which I think is a brilliant line. And <laughs> Why? So the, There's no crying in, in, in villainy. A league of their own, and, the, and you know, make a make a, a legion of doom or whatever you want to call it. And, yeah, and I think that you've got a really good, good Manta Black Manta already started. Why not? You know, go yeah. that direction. Okay. Well, it's time. We need to we need to wrap this up. I think okay. Adam West is number one. You think Ben Affleck is number one. Michael Keaton is our number two. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get... I don't I know if I'm going to buy into we gotta this. Go. I think by default we put Michael Keaton as one. I think we have to. Because of our two. I think we have to. We have to agree that Michael Keaton should be our number one. Uh, just simply because I don't think you're ever going to go to Adam West and I don't think I could ever go to, to Ben Affleck as number one. So let's say we're going to agree right now, uh, Ben or uh, by default, um, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, who, by the way, is still on the street says I'm Batman. That should win a lot for us too. Right. At a college commencement speech, he was given. Yeah. His final words were, don't forget. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Perfect. And and it has been it has been said to me that what if they do a Batman Beyond movie and he plays Bruce Wayne in that? Oh yeah, as the older Bruce Wayne, that'd be dope yeah. as shit. I would be on board for that. Slap it, rub it down. Oh no, we need a body bag. All right, so uh, I need a body bag. We're both half right on this episode. We're gonna say that Michael Keaton is our best Batman. Um, Robbie, you had some quick fire questions. That we're yeah, we're in call, the show with. Okay, well, call this the speed round. I'll ask what maybe ten of these, and it's basically your instinct. Don't give it too much thought. Throw them at me if you have some to throw back at me. I but I, or I might just tell you how wrong you are when you do answer. Them. Okay, perfect. <clears throat> okay, Shatner versus Nimoy. Shatner. Why? Uh, in what? Snake Eyes versus okay. what? In what? Shatner I'm versus just, Nimoy. Just in, in, what? in general. TJ Hooker, he wins. In, Go. In general. Mm-hmm. Chat. Uh, coffee versus tea. Um, tea? You said snake eyes and then you switched. Uh, I, well, you, uh, snake eyes versus uh, storm shadow. Oh, snake eyes. Duh. Football versus baseball. Football. In a hurry. Yeah. But rent versus owning. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I just stopped being an owner, uh, and I'm really happy to never have to sell a house uh, for a while, so I'm very excited about it. I'm going to go with renting right now. Oh, here's the idea. It's only good to sell a home when there's a Democrat in the White House, okay? that's Mark my words. It's the only fucking time the economy's good enough to fucking sell your house, Rob. Hold on. Buy during... Buy during a Republican. Sell, sell during a Democrat. There you go. That's the, the lesson. There's the lesson. Okay, so worst Bane, Batman and Robin or Dark Knight Rises? Ooh, shit. Uh, Batman and Robin because he didn't even fucking talk. 
However, both bands both them. bands are are totally shitty because they, they uh, did the they're one, not the character. <laughs> yeah, and did the one in in Batman versus or Batman and Robin did he did he even have a Spanish accent? He didn't talk. He grunted. That's, that's right. I don't think he talks once. That's the thing. Everyone, everyone who's hadn't actually read Bane from when Bane first came out, The Vengeance of Bane, and that whole Nightfall storyline. Bane is a brilliant. Nobody's got brilliant person, and should not be played not as a, a thug. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Okay. I got. I'll give you three more. Thanos versus Darkseid. I say Thanos. I'm going to talk as Bane the whole rest of the time. <laughs> yeah, okay, that one you're wrong. Um, Mega beams my he, butt. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe versus Thundercats. Thundercats. Less uh, homoerotic overtones that make me feel kind of weird about when I'm watching it because I really like it. I just like that there's more than seven cells used in the animation. <laughs> <laughs> I lift my sword. I run. Mm -hmm. Akira, the 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 manga, the anime versus Ghost in the Shell. Which is more boring? (laughs) (laughs) I say Akira. Now I'm gonna talk like Skeletor the rest of the time. (laughs) Take that, Emil. I love both of them. But they can be very oh, long. They can be very long. And Ghost in the Shell has put me to sleep many a night. So. Yeah. Okay. You want me to do one more? Yeah, you... I want. Yeah, I want one more. Sims... Simpsons versus Family Guy. Fucking Simpsons. They did Wrong. it first. Bob's Burgers. Bob's, Bob's Burgers. Burgers. That's yes, true. That's right, Bobby. Oh, thank you for loving me. I I'm I still am a Simpsons fan of sorts. They they keep finding ways to reinvent themselves, but I do think we're we're getting to the end of that rope. Really? I think Simpsons is an evergreen and it will just every because here's the thing. Every new generation discovers the Simpsons and is like, that's hey, fair. Hey, have you, have you I, seen this? Uh, I've grown out of it myself. I think yeah, I've, oh. I've grown past it. Here, here's what I, I grew out of fucking South Park uh, season two, episode three, and was like, why is this still a thing? But I grew back into it when they started making fun of Game of Thrones and found them brilliant when they started making fun of Game of Thrones. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, okay. I'll give you that. Um, well, I'll, Rob, say, I'll save for the next podcast. We got to okay, figure yeah. out what our next subject oh, will oh, be. I will uh, I will give you one. Um, speaking of Game of Thrones versus Sons of Anarchy, which one is more violent for no fucking reason? Uh, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I, I, Games of Thrones is violent, but I don't go, oh, oh, God, <laughs> like I didn't. Although, Sons of Anarchy. Jesus, man, when he when they burn the kid at the stake, they, fuck that shit. A little that girl. Episode, little girl. Dude, I knew that was coming up. Like I had read a spoiler and right. knew that was coming up. And I purposely went to a different part of my house and I could still hear yeah. it on my wife's TV. And it fucked me up, man. It Yeah, I it was rough. It was rough. I won't. Denied, but but it would seem that's yeah his own child yeah i'm never gonna be that way i'm never gonna burn (laughs) my kids at the stake (laughs) i mean i'll fucking suffocate let them be drug runners yeah drug runners probably no i 
There were some times during this holiday season I was like, I could just put a bag over their head and let them suffocate. I'm sure people will think it's an accident. Um, yeah. And well, that, I think that's a good way to end the podcast <laughs> is with me yes. contemplating. Killing our children. My child's murder. Murder. Um, all right. Well, Rob, uh, thank you so much for another scintillating discussion. And for once, I can say um, you're half right. And I'm half wrong. Yeah. All right. We'll see yes. you next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening.